I know where that bitch stay. <laughs> I fuck with the oh, you just want to go right into it. That Griselda album. Is I don't know. Fire, I, needed, I needed something to come in with. So like you want to go right into it, man. All I could think of was pew 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 pew. Yeah, you do that pretty good. I fuck. I've been listening to. I've been listening to them for a minute though. Yeah, you should be there. A lot of people are catching on now, but I've been onto them for a minute. That's a weird flex, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I discovered them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I knew them I, first. I, I, I didn't know who were there until right now. Until <laughs> today. Yeah, because Dre showed you. He wants to make sure you know. What that. did you think though? <laughs> Just first impression. First impression was old school '90s boom bap, like that upstate New York flow that just disappeared. Right. That was heavy. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, who, who would you say is the last person that did that sound? Oh man, Rock Marciano. Okay, that I would know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I know who he is. Joey uh, Badass. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Bobby, if he would have never got jammed up, probably would have came more with that style. But I don't know, man. It's a hard, it's a hard toss up, dude. Wh- what's the chick's name? The lesbian girl with the golds from New York. I don't remember her name, bro. Rhapsody or no, no. Rhapsody's dope though. Yeah, Rhapsody's dope. She's mad butch, bro. Oh, young oh. ma. Young yeah, young ma. Yeah, young yeah, ma. That's yeah. True. young she, ma. There we go, yeah. man. Sorry, but yeah, she's, she's. I mean, dude, she came mad hard with that solid flow from New York, where I was like, "How did a girl come out of nowhere with that?" See, I like I like her more than I like some of the songs on Griselda. You know what I mean? Like, I literally feel like she has more clever lines in some of her shit. Okay, like, dude, yeah. she comes with it. Yeah. But why? But why even make that comparison? Because you can't I'm like super both. Super sexist, and I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why? Really? Yeah, that's really why. <laughs> you could like both. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, of course you can like both. But I'm just saying, like I, the Griselda album for me had really good parts, and overall, I want to say it's a thumbs up, right? Mm-hmm. Two two, two thumbs, thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. Two thumbs. You up. only got two thumbs, so like, that's a perfect I can score. Go halfway. Because, yeah, okay, one and a half thumbs up. You know? One and a half thumbs up. Yeah, but I don't want to give it a thumbs down is what I'm trying to say, you know, because it doesn't deserve a thumbs down. So we were talking about this in the car, but right. what is it that you didn't like about it? But first, before we get into that, I <laughs> yeah. think we should introduce our guest. All right, if we first of all, <laughs> you just came into this conversation and we're already fucking talking. Yeah. This okay. is Human Sushi. This is a podcast that we oh, do, right? Sorry. I think we're 55 episodes in. I think they know what it is. Are we? 55? Yeah. This is 55. Wow. I'm glad you're keeping count. I mean, YouTube is keeping count. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to do it. I guess you <laughs> upload it, so you know. <laughs> anyway, man. Yeah. We got a guest in the That's building. That's right. A special guest sushi. That's right. A very special guest sushi. A good friend of mine. Ex- ex- uh, esteemed, world-renowned. <laughs> <You> <laughs> said, I'm doing exactly what you said not to do. Ladies oh. and gentlemen, Chef Gustavo, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> and that's like not just a nickname. That's literally Chef Gustavo. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when I'm on the clock, yeah, that's mm. what do they call me. Listen, yeah. man, I've had the pleasure of, you know, having this man's food. And, you know, I cannot say enough good things. It's, I mean, perfect every time. Dude. Perfection. Yeah. Yes. Appreciate that. And appreciate he just has so much love and attention to detail. Like, you know, you can really tell when you're cooking, like, you want to make everything like art, you know? Like. I agree. I mean. It's 
you know, instilled in you, like, when you start cooking, right? Like, you are that on the plate. It doesn't matter where you work, what you're doing. It's just whatever you're cooking, whether it's home or you're actually getting paid for it, like, you're representing you mm. every single dish you put out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it goes, if you take it to, like, a heavier level, like, somebody's actually eating that and judging you and, like, you know, besides, like, the whole fine dining aspect, like, you're like providing nutrients to people like you're really getting into somebody mm -hmm. so you know honoring ingredients and like showcasing talent it's it's a crazy symphony yeah right. it's the only way to describe it wow you know what's interesting about that to me is even at home right so like are you capable of just like making a quick snack or Dude. do you always have to like put something <laughs> into it you know what i mean so I mean, my Instagram, right, for example, of all things, is uh, a living portfolio, per se, right? Mm -hmm. There's obvious a lot of days that are skipped in between that, between work and just life. Mm. And there's a lot of stuff I make in, like, one pot where I would never take a picture of it. Like, literally, I will take, you know, a six-quart sauce pot from all clad and make an entire mm -hmm. dish in there just hit this my bad Sorry. but uh you know i wouldn't take a picture of it but i'm literally just standing over my stove still eating it out of the pot like damn this shit's on fire right and that <laughs> thought dude damn, i swear to <laughs> it's not even damn i'm good it's just an idea you know what i'm saying where i'm like how can i flip this into an actual dish i would present mm. so it's more you know it's like that's like the lab that's that's where I you kind of like work out your I ideas. I wouldn't call it the lab. I would call it more like like a sketch. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like I'm tired, been working all day. I got shit to do when I get out of here. You know, I need to eat something before I get out or I need to eat something before I pass out. So it's like <laughs> I need to stay alive Chef type nice. of meal. <laughs> right. But like I'll be thinking about whatever, man. I mean, I get an idea from anything. It's not just like food related, but like. Sometimes it just comes out of, like, necessity of I need to eat right now so I can go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So I can go to work tomorrow. Dirt. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's chef life. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'll flip that into an actual dish of, like, maybe it was a technique or maybe it was just, like, I had something in my fridge I had to get rid of. Like, what am I going to do with this? Mm -hmm. And just flip it from there into something that will eventually, like, carry into a menu in my restaurant. Yeah. It's amazing, man. Open. Yeah, like when you say words like honoring the ingredients and symphony, you know, like I just know like how much you love it, you know. So I mean, it's crazy, dude. I literally when I was growing up, all I ever saw was like cooking shows on TV. Like since I was a jit, like three, four years old at my grandma's house. Mm -hmm. Abuelita's there. What shows were on back then? Dude, Travel Channel had Travel Channel. This is how old this shit is. Um, this is like before Rachel Ray and shit. Dude, there was no such thing as the Food Network. It was like Great Chefs of the World, Julia Child. Mm. Wow. Um, what's the French dude? Um, I can't think of his name right now. But like Graham Kerr. Mm. All these people were on TV. Super old school classical cooking styles. And I would just like sit there in front of the TV eating arroz con frijoles, just like, wow, <laughs> this is so amazing, right? So it caught your attention, like, early then. It did. And, you know, growing up, I never thought about being a chef. I just was intrigued by cooking. Mm -hmm. And um, I always thought I was going to get, like, an MBA and, like, run a Fortune 500 company, right? right. 
truly yeah. thought that. But, um, you know. And you're like, fuck that. <laughs> growing up, I was always trying to cook with my abuela. And my abuela would be like, get your ass out of the kitchen. That's like woman shit, you know? Mm. Like typical Cuban machismo mm. old school mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this is woman's work. What are you doing? And it's like, I just find this shit interesting. Like, mm-hmm. why would you not want to know how to cook? Like, as a little kid, it didn't make sense. And then growing up, come to find out my mom can't cook for shit anyway. Mm. So <laughs> I still love you, though. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you know, shout out, <laughs> shout out to mom. You know, thank you for raising me. But, uh, yeah. you know, it came out of like just truly intriguing is what. Gastronomy, right? Like it's it just wasn't like a even science. the science back then. It was just literally like, how do you make that? Mm. It tastes good, you know, mm. like. It was never the science that's, like, where the whole fine dining comes in. Like, how do you break stuff down to, like, a molecular level, <laughs> reconstitute it, make all these crazy sauces out of something, out of nothing. Right. That's a whole nother level that I learned eventually. But never, like, my initial thought process was, like, I want to be a fine dining chef when I grow up. Mm, gotcha. It was always just, like, how do I make arroz con frijoles oh, yeah. with the fried egg oh my god thanks abuela Raul and Cineo. how do you do that in that bomb looking pot you have there right. you know that old school pressure cooker bro to this day i won't use one of those things i still i'm scared man. they'll blow up man they do i've seen them like abuela had beans all over the ceiling one day i was like what the hell just happened in here you know what what did you think when you saw like food network for the first time like when it came out because that like all of a sudden there's a whole channel dedicated like dedicated to the shit so, you know dude food network came out i was probably i don't even know man like 11 years old 10 mm. years old and back then it was like uh mario Botelli was on there bobby flay with that super country ass dude just cooking shit on a grill mm-hmm. bobby flay had the propane thing god forbid and then the other guy had the charcoal thing which was like mind-blowing the stuff he was doing on the charcoal grill because like my stepdad had the propane thing and i was just like bobby flay makes it look so easy why are you ruining this right Mm. and then like the old school dude with the charcoal i was like everything that guy throws on there is just mad fire right and you know back then i just never correlated how much better like food cooked from fire was it was just always like it looks mad nice right Mm -hmm. and then um who else was on? Emerald finally came out. Oh, Bam. That they used to be used to Dude, shit, right? right? Bam. Bam and garlic. I was a little kid eating all that shit. I was like, fuck, I want to bam something, dog. That <laughs> shit looks so dope. So, bro, I w- no bullshit. I would go and, like, pretend. Not pretend, but, like, I would try to cook something for dinner and just sit there bamming and garlicking <laughs> shit in my head on this pot, hoping I knew what I was doing just from watching this stuff on TV. Wow. And, um, I mean, shout out to all the old school Food Network guys, you know. It definitely showed and, like, mm-hmm. taught me a lot of technique just from watching it. Like, to this day, I could just watch somebody cook and I can replicate a recipe. Mm-hmm. Like, I just learned that way. And, uh, you know, I just kept watching this as a little kid. As you can imagine, dude, it's like brainwashing yourself with food. Mm. Right. I would get home from school and just sit there in front of the TV, watch all these dudes cooking all day. And back then it was like, um, what was it? Great Chefs of the World. There was no, like, food network logic behind it. It Mm. was literally just a cameraman 
filming a chef cooking. Mm. Right. Nine times out of ten, they're in a European country. They don't speak English, so they don't say a word, dude. And there was nobody voiceovering like he's pan searing the chicken to 165 degrees. <laughs> Slice it on a bias. No, it was just somebody cooking. Some like, dude cooking like shit, dude. And I would just television. sit there and be like, "How do they make that? Look at that fucking dessert! Holy shit! What? Is, I don't even know what they're Damn. cooking right now, but I want to eat that." And that dude, it was just that. How do they do it? I want to do it, and that just. That's what sparked it all. I could not relate any less. <laughs> to what? Cooking? To cooking. Like, I'm sorry, but it's like the opposite for me. Like, I look at cooking as like this scary, like I'm going to burn everything. Like, you know, like I just. I never saw it like that, dude. You know, like I've always looked at it like, man, like I, and I, and I have burned everything pretty much. <laughs> you know? So like, I just, uh, it's happened to me. Smoke alarms, fires, you know, like I, I try mean, to melt chocolate chips directly on the pan one time and the uh, house like was filled with smoke <laughs> in like five seconds <laughs> dude i mean but you live and you learn right i would i always tell like all my cooks that work for me i was like i didn't get a name on my jacket or get to where i'm at mm-hmm. by being perfect man i was like you're going to fuck up there's no way around it right and how you pick yourself up from that is literally what's going to make or break you in this industry and in life you know what i'm saying yeah. like there's no way around it. Like nobody's born perfect, per se. Especially cooking. Like, yeah, you might have more natural talent, like knowing how to move in a kitchen or something. But like, you know, you're not gonna know what a mid-rare steak is just by looking at it, cooking it over and over again. Like, you're gonna sit there and like, is it done? Is it not done? Do I keep twisting this thing around and pray that I'm not overcooking it. Right. You're going to overcook this shit and then lesson learned, maybe less time. Right. And you know, it just becomes more of a like repetitive action mm. than, you know, but some things you just know you're not good at. Right. Like at the same time, like, I'm, you know, well, you have to have the passion for something. <laughs> it's not about knowing you're not good at it. Like you can, you can get good at it if you have the passion for it. Right. You know, it's, it sounds like you were already intrigued by it. And you got into it because of passion. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just have to, like, Keep seek doing it. that. You know, right. like, you know you're going to mess up. Just learn from that mistake and move on, right? Or mm. it's it's not logical to think you're not going to mess up. Like, especially exploring something you've never done before. Yeah. So, like, I'm not a pastry chef, for example. I cook hot food, cold food which is a whole different world than what a pastry chef does. But, like, dude, it's just something I want to learn, something I want to do. So mm-hmm. it's, like, I'll just jump in that deep end of the pool right. and fuck it, you know? Fuck like, a couple of soup Pride <laughs> will not let me drown, right? Like, being a chef is a very pride-driven career. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's just something in your brain that just snaps where it's, like, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm definitely going to make sure this works, right? Like, Failure is not the option, but like if you do fail, how do you, you know, retrace your steps and like rebuild that so you don't fail again? So mm-hmm. it's like instantaneous. Mm-hmm. And then obviously having the pressure of I need to open for service. There's people coming to eat here. Um, you know, it drives it to like overdrive where like you can't fuck up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just I don't know, I mean, man. You it's guys don't believe world. in natural talent. Like you don't believe that there's people that have a natural inclination towards something and there's people that are opposed. Like, I think I am anti-cooking, right? Like, like not that I'm anti-cooking, but, like, I have the opposite of 
talent, whatever that is. <laughs> I think you have the opposite of interest. Maybe because I'm not interested too much. That's in what it, I'm saying. Know, like, like you're not interested in it, so like, you don't seek to learn. Don't get me wrong. I'm very interested when it's being presented on my plate, and I'm like, wow, this is beautiful and delicious. You know what I mean? I love that. You're not interested in like but getting to know how yeah. how it's made, exactly. how the sausage is made. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, in yeah. some cases, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I mean, dude, a kitchen is like the weirdest place on the universe, right? It's almost like a black hole on society, kind mm. of. Like the shit that gets drawn to people who work there. You know, it's like a whole... Oh, I keep hitting this shit. It's, it's all good. good Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like a whole different walk of life, right? I mean, I literally have to work with old, young different nationalities, different skill sets, people that don't speak English, speak a whole different, like, Creole in Miami, for example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody has to, like, work together to make this happen, right? Mm-hmm. Some people literally land in there just because they need a job. And, you know, you can teach. I've come to find out, you know, to humans, like you can teach somebody <laughs> to how humans. <laughs> it's just the only way to look at it. Cause like, if you don't look at it from like a cooking standpoint and you're looking at it like from a management standpoint, where like, how do I get these people to get this product in my head out to a plate or an experience to my guests. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to like teach and train. Right. There's people that literally have never worked in a restaurant in a day in their life. You can teach them how to work it. Granted, some people learn better than others. Some people put more pride than others. But, like, at the end of the day, whether they want to be there or not, they're still going to do their job, per se. And if you take away, the, like, the job title and the word job, you can truly teach anybody to do something. Mm. If you look at it from that standpoint. I feel like you would try to teach me something. <laughs> and I then mean, you would look at it. And maybe it's not even, like, bad. But you'd be like, hmm. Maybe we could use you over here. <laughs> like, and then that dude—that's where the management comes in. It's like Renee's a lot better at doing this, so yeah. let's right. put him over here. But right. yeah. you know, I mean, is it a natural talent? Maybe, but I think so, man. Because I don't know. My wife, for example, like she's an amazing cook, in my opinion, and she's not ever taken a class or anything like that. She just instinctually knows like how to season things and how to make it taste good, you know. And she'll do the same thing that you say, like. She'll look in the fridge, like, no plan whatsoever and, like, have, like, four ingredients and, like, baking soda and somehow, like, you know, and she'll make something. And <laughs> That's what I love about Chopped, that they'll throw, like, some crazy ingredient in there. You got to kind of, like, figure it out, you know? Dude, that's like my refrigerator, bro. <laughs> is, that how, is that where, like, the science part of it comes in? Like, if you got to take a, a bag of M&M's and, and incorporate it into a fucking steak or some shit like that, I, they'll do some crazy shit yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> I don't want to say the science. I would say that's where, like, the artistic side mm. of cooking comes from, right? Mm. Like, what am I going to do to make this, you know, taste good or be presentable? Like, that's where creativity comes in. Yeah. Science would be more like, how do I manipulate the chocolate into a sauce without burning it? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's where the science would fall back in. Right. I would that inject it into the steak. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's maybe, maybe I would like dry it out I mean? and <laughs> yeah. make a spice out of it. I don't know. Definitely not a sauce. Bro. <laughs> not a sauce, right? Chocolate just melted down on the pot. This is Injected Kobe with chocolate sauce. Please enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that's Gordon Ramsay's like slamming the shit on the wall. 
<laughs> Why the fuck would you serve me this? What's the one with Gordon Ramsay where he goes into like a failing restaurant? Hell's Kitchen? No. 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 Kitchen Nightmares. Hmm. I like the European one, for the record, when he was like truly himself without like being censored by, hmm. what you mean I can't curse on TV? Yeah. <laughs> he was being a dick. Dude, I mean... I can't really say he's a dick, <laughs> right? Like, I understand. Because, like, people, those <laughs> two, they kind of deserve it, right? It's not that they deserve it, but that, dude, this. <laughs> they deserve it. It's but real <laughs> life in the kitchen world. Like, people forget, right? Like, you're always on a timeline. You have to meet a deadline. That deadline is the door is opening. Whatever the hell you decided to write on a menu, you better fucking produce that shit when it's time to open, right? Like, nobody wants to go eat somewhere and be like, oh, I'm sorry, that's not ready yet. Or, no, we ran out. Like, that's the worst thing you ever want to hear when you're paying for something you want, right? God mm. forbid you're at McDonald's and you want a damn ice cream. It's like, are the fucking ice cream machines broken? I remember those days. That yeah. shit pissed me off. But they're ruthless. I, mean, I wasn't working in a restaurant. Fuck, I wasn't working <laughs> in a restaurant back then, and that shit used to make me mad. Yeah. I won't eat that shit right now, but... <laughs> I mean, you know, it was just an experience, a memory that still holds to this day. I haven't eaten fast food in God knows how long, but mm -hmm. I always remember that lady in the drive-thru, ice cream machines broke. So <laughs> me as a chef now, like I refuse to like tell my guests like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have that yet. Or, oh, the I didn't order broke. that shit. You know, I <laughs> fucked up. I didn't right. do my job right now. So, you know, having that deadline and producing what you're putting up there, it just it just drives you to like a whole nother level where you're like, I need to get there. I need to produce. I need to honor what yeah. I'm serving. Right. So when people fuck up, you. So when Gordon Ramsay goes into somewhere and he's just like, you got a chop. You just said you have a, like, what was it? A burnt. The last one I saw, he had a burnt Caesar salad and he was like, what the fuck? Who the hell burns a lettuce? Right. <laughs> and dude, he orders it obviously. Right. And he gets the shit and he's just looking at it like, what in the fuck is going on here? <laughs> right now? And you know, you, you have that small timeline to figure it out where it's like, do I put this out? Do I not put this out? Obviously Gordon Ramsay ripped the menu. I'm first serving a burnt salad, but it's like, like I had it on the menu. He had to do it. And then, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, dude, nobody wants to eat this. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. And, you know. And it's high pressure, too, and, like, high stakes. Cause, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> um, because, you know, one bad dish will get me not to go to a restaurant anymore. High stakes. Like I've great name for a steak company you know infused I mean? with marijuana. <laughs> 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 I came up with it. It's on video. I, I wrote it down in the end. <laughs> go on. Yeah, it's very, like, feedback-driven. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, so if you're getting complaints on a menu item, for example, like, you can't let your ego take over the fact where you think that's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I read my reviews all the time. Like, I don't want to get into the whole internet review, but mm. it is a thing, Why right? I, mean, I work in marketing, too, and, like, I've dealt with Yelp. And it's not easy. Yeah, to because deal with. you can't, you know, there's people out there that they're going to be in a it's bad mood no matter what. It's mm -hmm. not even the bad mood. It's more like the algorithm. Like, depending on how many ratings and reviews you give is determining how real your five-star rating or your two-star rating mm. is. If you never reviewed anything mm -hmm. and you leave a five-star review, it goes nowhere. Exactly. If you leave a one-star review, it goes nowhere. 
So depending on how much you use the app determines how real your number is. Right. So somebody can be like an actual, you know, legitimate review telling you, hey, this shit sucks. This was amazing. Mm -hmm. And that can go on deaf ears. But if an influencer leaves a review, whether they know anything about food or not, whether they were there for free or not, most importantly, mm -hmm. you know, that review can totally change the real aspect of what mm. your restaurant is doing right. versus a legitimate person saying, hey, you know, I think this is salty or I don't like this sauce. Like, you know, you're appealing to a mass. You're not appealing Politics. to your own taste buds. You have to, like, take that as real information. Like, maybe I should change that. Maybe it is too damn spicy, you know, mm -hmm. like. I love spicy food. I know I can never put out a dish on any one of my menus that was like spicy to the point I like it because it, it wouldn't sell. Somebody would literally have to be crazy like me and be like, I want to get my asshole burnt out tonight. Let me order this <laughs> shit. Oh, you like it spicy, spicy. Dude, I, sweating, uncomfortable. Like, I think my heart is going to stop. Like spicy. that? Holy shit. I have Oof. problems, bro. Nah, again. I just grew up eating spicy food. I mean, it just... Again, uh, it was an intriguing taste <laughs> and effect, you know? So, yeah. but I could never put that on a professional menu because I know nobody mm. would order it and it would be like just a waste of time and money to have it on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you said it right. You're appealing to a mass. So you have to, there's compromises that, that have to be made. That's where like, you know, the professional aspect comes from it. Like when I go to work, bro, I literally tell everybody, like I put a switch on. Mm -hmm. Like I know I'm working. I know what I need to do to appeal to the masses in a sense granted i'm always going to show who i am on a dish but it's like i need to appeal that thought process to a lot of people mm -hmm. and you know something at home it's just you're you get what you get it's like <laughs> what's in my fridge did i go shopping this week i haven't been <laughs> home i've been working in the restaurant all damn week like what do i got left and you know it's just two different worlds man sure. and that's like when i go out people are always like Oh, you're judging this restaurant. I was like, honestly, I just want to sit down, mm -hmm. order a drink, and eat. I haven't judged anything since I've been here. And then there's like the negative stigma of being a chef, where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, what do you think about this? Don't I don't want to cook for you. It's like, oh <laughs> shit, dude, yeah. you could like give me a macaroni and cheese out of a box right now. Like, yeah. I'm not at a restaurant. Like, yeah. I'm just chilling with you. You're just a friend. Like That's just their excuse for to make you cook. It's that's always, what it is. Right. It's <laughs> always <laughs> the excuse. And it's it's like, like, no, I can't cook. Yeah, that's I would say that. I would say, like, yeah, I can't make you a meal. <laughs> yeah, here are the pots and here, yeah. here's some macaroni. So I bought this <laughs> shit here. I don't know what it is. Help. <laughs> Do you get that a lot? Oh, all the time. <laughs> I bet. All the time. So what's the dish that you're going to, like, in a face-off and shit in one of these shows and shit? What's the what's the go-to? I know. I know. It's one of those <laughs> questions. I know. Honestly, man, I never know. It's it's whatever I'm feeling at the time, okay. to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. Whatever's around me. Because it's hard to go in with, like, a preconceived dish, right? Because, like, anybody who's been running a restaurant can always tell you whatever you think is going to happen never happens bro there's always somebody throwing something in the wrench whether your deliveries are late mm -hmm. whether it's in stock not in stock like shit happens all the time so it's like how do you you know a get ahead of that so you don't fall in that hole and then b what if you do fall in that hole how do you get out of that hole like mm -hmm. how do you improvise so anytime i have to, like a competition or 
a tasting for a job, for example, like some people give you the, you know, hey, what do you want to do? Send me a menu, I'll order it. Most people are like, you just show up here at this time. You need to find something in here and make a menu and present something in four hours, five hours, whatever the case may be. Wow. So that's where I would just, you know, jump from there like that's like setting you up to fail though because you don't know that kitchen you don't know but the equipment see, you don't know anything it that's where the whole challenge comes from because like again remember this industry is just like it just based off military mentality like you need to survive you need to make sure you meet your mission you know mm. open and close supply good food that's the mission mm. whatever you do to get there is figure it out hopefully you got enough gun and people to make it through that right that war right but you know that whole drive of being able to walk into somebody's kitchen something doesn't work right they don't have the right equipment that you're used to and just walking through in there and just analyzing everything and just it's like a giant equation bro like mm -hmm. you have to process all of that and then supply a solution to that problem right it's mm -hmm. like have this pot this pan this cutting board this is the freshest ingredients this guy has in this walk-in cooler right now because you know they're going to bring you in on like the slowest day they're not going to order anything for you to cook because they right. don't want to waste money it's like here's the bottom of the barrel if this guy can survive this maybe he could run my restaurant that, that's like kind of like wow what they set you up with wow if you're at like a higher level you know, they want to maintain that higher level. They'll give you the opportunity of giving you, you know, hey, send me a menu, send me a wish list. I'll let you know if I can order it. Obviously, you know, somebody could ask for, like, crazy truffles or right. caviar. It's like, dude, I'm not going to waste that much money for a tasting. Right. Mm. But I have this instead. I would. <laughs> I mean. Like, I need truffles imported from Belgium or I'm not <laughs> I need attending some white tasting. truffles. <laughs> but, you know, over time, like, being in that pressure just creates a will to survive, right? So that's where I would always just base it off that that memory, mm -hmm. that muscle memory, if you want to call it, and just go from there. So steak, chocolate, boom, whatever's in Injection. front of me, I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, I never, I can't answer. I truly cannot answer that question. Like mm -hmm. I don't have that go-to dish. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. whatever I'm feeling at that time. Yeah. Got you. True like artistry. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Respect that. Because it's like assessing the situation, figuring out what you can do, and then just going from there. That's the only way I can yeah. truly answer it. Yeah. yeah. It's like freestyling. Yeah. Right? It's like put on a beat. You don't know what beat they're going to put on, you know what I mean? And you're just going <laughs> to spit whatever Well, with you more got. pressure, I would say. Cause well, way more pressure. Because well, when yeah. you're freestyling, people know, okay, he's freestyling. He might mess up, but this line might not be great or whatever. But when you're doing a tasting, they're like, everything's got to be amazing mm -hmm. at the end, you know? Yeah. It's all about the feedback, I mm -hmm. guess, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, like I said, I was lucky enough to attend a bunch of tastings with you, and it's like killed it every time. People like oh, so. We, how long has it been since we worked together, dude? I don't even know. Like, it's been a minute. Like five, six years or something like that. More. Uh, somewhere around there, I'm right. gonna say five. Yeah. No, at least seven years now. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyways, I've had people the other day, like two weeks ago, ask me about your food you know what i mean like oh yeah we had an event here like nine years ago the chef was amazing like wow you know that's dope i mean like, dude i'm not gonna lie i had a lot of fun working there yeah it was 
a lot of doors were open, you know what I'm saying? A lot of avenues on just, like, parts of the career from weddings to, like, corporate functions to, like, super VIPs to, like, oh, we need to confiscate your cell phone for <laughs> this event today because the damn XYZ is there. I'm not going to get into names. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay. And, you know, I was mad young mm-hmm. when I was doing that. And it never really fazed me on, like, who was there because all I ever thought about, like, what is the food? Is Renee and Stephanie going to give me this damn BEO on time? <laughs> and hopefully, you know, I can get the shit in and make this off. Like, literally, that was, like, the only drive I had. Now, as an older person going through, like, mad interviews, mad people talking to me about, like, shit I've done in my career, mm-hmm. it's always like, you did all of that? I was like, eh, mm-hmm. it's just another day at work, bro. Like, I was just mm-hmm. cooking. And... Obviously, you get everybody who doesn't even work in that industry. It's just, like, blown away where I'm just, like, dude, I just cook, man. It's not that serious. And, Mm. you know, I've always been my humble to it because I just care about the food. I really don't care who's who's paying for it. You know, I just always remember that horrible wedding where the food sucked or that quince I went to where the food (laughs) sucked. And, like, the pride obviously won't – I won't let people have that memory. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you already know. Everybody always remembers is, is there an open bar? And what did the food taste like? They might not remember what they ate, but they just remember that food sucked or that food was good at a at an event I that we were remember. doing. I remember when so I ate. I remember what time it was. I remember it wasn't warm. <laughs> I remember it, you, your mind just remembers that. Yeah. So it's like when we were doing all those parties, bro, I just always would be like, I don't want these people to remember how bad the food was. I just want them to be like, food was good, whether they enjoyed their party or not, whether the wedding was good or not, who cares? As long as I get that out of that. And uh, that's what I would go for. Do you think that traveling enhances the eating experience? Because some of my favorite meals have been while I'm traveling. And I don't know if it's right. because I'm on vacation. You're in a great mood already. Or I, because yeah. I'm on vacation and I decided to spend some money and go to a nicer restaurant, you know? I don't know, man. I mean, I never look at the travel aspect of it. I just always think about literally what am I eating right now, right. you know? Um, because I'm sure people coming to your restaurant do come from out of town all the time. And you're providing, like, you know, your vision or your take on food. And that some of that is very, well, a lot of that I would imagine is South Florida. I want to say it adds more to the experience versus the food right like Like when i travel i never really think about where i ate what was silverware did they have white tablecloths all that crap Mm -hmm. right i just remember where i'm eating and what the service and the food was like if i'm at you know a mom and pop restaurant it's not fine dining it's just casual Mm -hmm. good food you know were they tentative were they nice did they fill water up without asking like Right. Typical service things, right? And then the food is just like, I don't even think about presentation. It was right. like, was it good or not? Right. So, but do you cook with like sazon completo or like anything? N- like <laughs> <laughs> Damn, homie. For real? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I don't really know. Don't. I apologize Damn, if I said anything bro. that was insulting. It's not <laughs> insulting, but no. No, I no. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> but I mean, I just meant like something inherent to South Florida or something like that. Like, I try to imitate that taste, right? Like, I'll make my own spice blend mm. out of what is, you know, in sazón completo, right? Mm-hmm. 
MSG is in there. If you have a problem with MSG, just know you ate that your entire life and you probably still love it and you don't realize it. I know it. Mm-hmm. I have fit, a problem. A big advocate of MSG. It's really, it's good. Just eat it. Okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll remake that spice rub. Like, I'll buy all the stuff and just have it and redo it. Do I buy it, like, already made? No. Mm-hmm. Um, not even at home, right? Like, not even at home. So right. that's what I think you were saying before. Is like, even when you do make a snack at home, like, you're, like, making your own sauce and shit. Like, I just, you know, like you the whole from scratch thing, I don't even think it from scratch. I just think of it as this, this is the only way I should cook, right? right? So, you know, I'm a big believer in not eating, like, corporate food, fast food, like Like all that processed crap. Like, I literally teach my daughter, like, how to actually cook, you know? It's not like... How old is she? Five. Five, okay. Six. She already got burned. She's already been cut. She's about that life, unfortunately. (laughs) Hopefully she doesn't want to go into cooking for money, you know? why that's what you do i i mean it's rough man yeah it's not but you love it i do i love cooking i don't love the side effects of the chef life Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like not being around for my family and friends like dude i sacrificed a lot of shit to get to where i'm at and now at this point in my life at this point in my career i can actually like try to pick up the pieces of what's left of like literally just cutting people out and just ignoring everybody to achieve the skill set that i have to achieve the job title that i have Mm. as you know materialistic as that might sound but it was like the drive that i wanted you know i wanted to get to a point where i can cook to where i'm at Mm -hmm. you know where i can literally draw something on a paper and replicate it in food and have somebody be like yo that shit was bomb Mm. i got like a review the other day oh this is the best thanksgiving meal of my life and it was like I didn't even think that hard about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving. Like I do this I just, in my sleep. <laughs> it's not that I do it in my sleep. It's just I don't like that holiday, yo. I'm yeah. I'm, ha- I'm part mine from my mom's side. So like, whole genocide of Indians thing. You yeah, know? no, actually, it really yeah. pisses me off. Yeah. I meant to bring that up too on Thanksgiving. <coughs> we'll get into that because uh, you know, like, I think that's a big important point that no one ever talks about because. Thanksgiving itself, the intention behind it, right, or whatever, the ga- the tradition behind it, to gather and have dinner with your families, it's nice. You know, it's something that we all look forward to. But, yeah, behind it is the genocide of a whole people, you know, so. Millions. Yeah, and yeah. so I don't know that it should be celebrated, even if it is a nice I mean, holiday, I don't, you know. I, I try not to think about that, right? You know, you know, you find all this information after life or after school nobody's gonna sit there and teach you like mm-hmm. oh by the way right all those indians that taught those pilgrims how to eat and live off america just got you know they got wiped out real right. quick by a few countries that invaded but you know like you said the thought process of the gathering of family and all that other stuff is is great and everything but like to me it doesn't make any sense because right. right i'm hanging out with my family you know, once a week, mm-hmm. minimally, I'm throwing a barbecue in my backyard. Like, mm-hmm. I stay cooking for them. I stay bringing them around. So mm-hmm. it's like, why do you need a holiday for this? Right. Like, why do you need a specific day of the week and be like, hey, bro, come over to my house. Let's cook together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that shit makes no sense to me. Maybe it's just because I cook. Right. I don't know. 
I like barbecuing, but it gets expensive. Like having all these damn freeloaders come over all the time and eating all your I mean, expensive ass steak. <laughs> I feel you on that, <laughs> but uh, that's you when you gotta get creative, right? You can't feed steak every day, bro. Right. It's like, all right, that's some impossible burgers for your ass today. Oh <laughs> man, let's not even talk about that, man. Why? What's wrong with impossible burgers? What's in that shit, bro? I don't know. I don't know what's in that shit. Have you read the label? No. Uh, I've only tried the one from Burger King, to be honest. How do you feel about those, you know, those vegan dishes that are, like, trying to imitate meat dishes? So, we have an impossible burger on the menu, right? And it's mad expensive. It's literally, I pay less for prime tenderloin, which is filet mignon, mm-hmm. than what I do for impossible burger meat. And <laughs> that's not a good sign when someone says meat, you know? like That's what they, they titled it. Right. I mean, that's their brand, right? right. Mm. And, you know, it doesn't make sense to me how a cow that's prime, which is supposed to be like, you know, up there in the good world because obviously there's a whole new level now with wagyu and kobe and all that other stuff but um it's it how are vegetables more expensive than meat when you can flip a vegetable way quicker than you can grow like a 400 to 600 pound cow that doesn't make sense right um you think it's just like uh because of the popularity of it or whatever I don't really know. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of factors to it, right? There's farms in general, like, you know, certain people only grow certain things. They don't have, like, a farm that between these months I grow this, between that month I grow that. You know, mm-hmm. it's constantly changing, like, what farming used to be. Um, there's a few people that do it, but does it, on a commercial level, does everybody do it? No, like people literally just grow like this is all i grow all year some parts of the year it costs me more money to do because i have to bring in more water more fertilizer uh you know they're spraying the shit down with pesticides whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. instead of actually just listening to the lay of the land like i should grow this from this time to this time plow redo whatever i gotta do grow this because this grows from this time and this time and just create a, a different network right right but you know, profits. It's it's corporatized. Yeah. yeah, they try to figure a out a way to level make it faster it to control. Mm-hmm. But then that's where the commodity of fine dining comes back into play. Because you know, I'm sourcing, I'm looking for those farms. Mm-hmm. Do I agree on a human level that this should only be a fine dining? You know, if you got the money to pay for it, level, you know, type of thing. No, but. You know, that's the Someone, reality. Of someone's got to do it. That's the reality of it. Someone's got to do it. What's right? this fool say? Uh, this is the way. This is the <laughs> this way. This is the way. <laughs> so I have spoken. I have spoken. Yeah, you've <laughs> been watching. Of course, Mandalorian. So you're, you're, a, you're a Star Wars guy. All day. Nice. Oh man, the okay. show is so good. All it's day. it's the best thing Disney has done with the franchise, in my opinion. Yes, you know, I agree. Well, except for Rogue One. Rogue One is cool too. Yeah. Rogue One was amazing, but in my opinion. It, it was like all right. You didn't but like dude, it? 
the Mando this guy is Mandalorian, killer. Mandalorian, Dude. the Baby Yoda show, whatever you want to call yeah. it, bro. This <laughs> is the best thing Disney has ever done with anything they yeah. bought out. Yeah, are they? They're probably gonna put out like a plush for like in a week or two. That's kind of fucking. Hey, that it. shit is blowing up, yeah. Dude, like that Baby Yoda shit. If is Disney doesn't put that fucking toy out, oh. I'm gonna be mad. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I want to buy that shit for my daughter and be like. Here he is. Yeah, like right the now. Baby Yoda we've been watching on TV. Hey, what a great hook, man. Yeah. That that Baby Yoda. Because essentially what you're watching with the Mandalorian is a fucking Western. It's yes, a Western. It is. Like, you, they literally have spur sound effects in certain parts. Yeah, like yeah. Right it's like fistful of dollars and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> literally what you're watching Yo, is... I a didn't ever think about that, but now that I'm, like, replaying this shit in my head. The totally. lone gunman, the guy won't, t- you know, the, the guy won't take off his hat, this guy won't take off his mask, you know right. what I mean? It's, yeah. a, it's it's a fucking Western, but they put in the Baby Yoda shit, and now all the girls like it, too. Right. You know, it's fucking no. genius, man. It is. Yeah. But I, even I like the Baby Yoda. He's adorable. I want to know what's going on with Baby Yoda, though. Like, what, you know, what's the, what's the story there? Like, I no, hope there's even, more of a... It's of not a, even Yoda, though. He's I know it's not Yoda. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, is it like Yoda's race of people? Obviously, you know, why is he so valuable? Have Why are people after it? Have they ever addressed his race in any of the movies? So like, some like a drop the line where like he's the last one or something. I think like they've that? addressed it in the comics or the novels, but never in the movies. According to the internet, mm-hmm. uh oh, I had to Google that shit. <laughs> Yoda's species, there's only two in the universe at the time, so he's one of two. And obviously, the fact that he's part of the force, I mean, he's a, a high commodity item. Mm. That's why all the bounty hunters are looking for. Okay. So, I don't know. I mean, one day, I, my little brother was like, it's because he's part of the force. That's why everybody wants him so bad, because he's one of two. And mm. Since he's one of two, maybe he's the only one that's actually tied in. And the other one's just, you know, living in a tree, ready to, like populate with this guy but like a twin like his same age i don't even know man this is just some stupid shit i read on the internet (laughs) this might not even be real but i could see something like that being i mean he's definitely has the force yeah we saw that yeah you know he's got the juice for sure i mean i just want to see what happens dude i never when i originally saw the show i'm here thinking like boba fett all this crazy bounty hunter shit right same yoda shows up and i'm like me too whatever hopefully that's the last time I see the dude and then Buddy falls in love and then Baby Yoda steals the show and now I don't even care about him anymore. <laughs> I just want to see Baby Yoda every time I turn it on. That's like, exactly When how is Yoda going to get a lightsaber? <laughs> when is he going to start doing that, that flippy shit when he was doing in the CGI movies? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I'm looking for now. Like, <laughs> fuck the bounty hunter. Like, yeah, whatever. You're all shiny and shit, dude, but your show, your, your run is over with. Give Yoda the lightsaber, please. What do you think about the new trilogy? Like the latest, you know. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard it's one. A, that explains. It's a very that, timely that question with yeah. the new movie coming out. In a yeah, it's a hard weeks. one. Yeah. I mean, as a fan, do I appreciate seeing the end of the movie or the end of the story? Yeah. Do I agree or approve of 90% of the shit they just recycled? No, because it's literally like you're recycling for a generation that never grew up on this shit. Right. Fuck those kids. Fuck those people. Like, dude, <laughs> give me the fucking movie that we all deserve. This like, is my, straight up. This is my uh, like literally property. Like, remake all this shit <laughs> and make it true to like what it should be. Not like I don't need the reinformation, bro. Like yeah. I grew up watching it. Right. Just right. give me a whole new story of like, oh, that's why they're doing this. Not like yeah. 
four hours well, of the same shit that's like in four, five, six all over it. it right. Dude, no. That's why my I thing Rogue is One was my so thing good. is you have to my, my bad to cut you no, off, no, no. but like you know the Star Wars saga is supposed to be one big story, right? Mm-hmm. So like the whole reintroducing shit, it's like. No, this ain't chapter one, bro. There's no need to reintroduce Technically these it was concepts. Technically, the dark, whatever, the, the order, or the new order, or whatever. You know, but technically, they weren't really... Re- I know what you're saying. They did everything story-wise exactly like A New Hope, but, like, they didn't name it something else, so technically, they didn't regurgitate the exact same thing, you know? They named it what? Be, uh, changing from Sith to, <laughs> to from the, the Empire order. to the First Order? Yeah, like, the, uh, you're first gonna or give them a pass based on that? No, what I'm saying is that you, you're saying, like, reintroducing something, but they didn't necessarily reintroduce it. They just kind of regurgitated the same story. Exactly, but within the framework of a larger story that you're telling, right? right. So, it, so it's like, if you want to do a fucking reboot... Mm-hmm. That's a different thing. And, and like, that's fine. You can regurgitate a new hope if we're doing a reboot. We're not doing a reboot, though. We're continuing a story that's already happening. Right. So you have to look at it as we're making chapter seven, eight, and nine. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we can't repeat what we did in chapter one. Like, yeah. we're, the story's still going. They did continue the story, just very, very poorly. Like, they decided to regurgitate the story from part one. I don't think they continued the story. I think the story is about Luke and Leia and Han and Chewie and those characters, and it's fine to introduce new characters. Uh, I see what you're saying. But the way they, like, bro, what did we get? We got, like, a quarter of a movie with Han Solo. We got Luke in the, I don't even want to talk about Luke in The Last Jedi, bro, because that shit was fucking pathetic. It was terrible. It's like, finish the story that we started, man. You know what I mean? If you want to bring the young people, cool, but they should be secondary. I think the stories about Luke and, and, and like, you know, the Skywalker family, obviously they're going to reveal something with with Ray or something in, in the next movie, you know? Right. But it's frustrating, man. I think Baby Yoda goes dark side eventually. I don't know, man. Yes, All he's going to be Dark Yoda. What was it? The Clone Wars that came out on Cartoon Network? The cartoon? Mm-hmm. Dude. That shit was more fire than anything really? Disney released. Yeah, that shit was Have fire. Have you seen it? That no, shit's fire. I've always wanted to watch it, oh but I'm like, God, it's bro. dope. It's, it's dope. on Disney Plus now. Yeah. <laughs> but, bro, it's mad fire. Yeah. It's so, so much better than anything they released. And it's true to the story. It only sucks that it is CGI. Right. But it's not bad CGI. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, they answer so many questions and they open so many other doors that you never thought of. They, like, bring back Darth Maul and they show, like, this whole other side of him. Yeah. And, I like, mm-hmm. I never thought he was so powerful. I was like, dude, you got mopped up in that you movie. got mopped up, yeah. That was a mopped huge mistake on their part. That was such a in cool that character. Movie. But, dude, in the Clone Wars saga, mm-hmm. he's badass as fuck, bro, where it's like, what the fuck just happened here? Mm-hmm. Like, why did you kill him off so bad? Where do you stand on the prequels? honestly man i mean jar jar is obviously the first topic right yeah Yeah. that's not that's yeah i mean that's the only topic it's just that's does he make any sense at all no but when you completely tune him out it's not that bad Mm. why did he get so much screen time i can never tell you should he have ever had that much screen time Fuck no. Hmm. But, you know, I try to, like, literally close him out. He's literally blacked out of my memory when you 
think about Star Wars, right? But yeah, like, yeah. it is what it is, man. He but I like I like the new trilogy over the prequels more. Like, if definitely, if I, yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah. If I, I can't, I can't say that. No, yeah. I'll tell you why. Like, they're better films. Mm-hmm. They are one hundred percent. They're better films, right? Maybe that's it. But the prequels um, had a better had a better story. And had better world building. Like, the prequels introduced a lot of shit to, like, Star Wars mythology that still stands to this day and was mad dope, you know? Uh, which which I don't feel that this new trilogy is doing. Yeah, they weren't concerned Definitely with that. You know? But, like, is J.J. Abrams a better director than George Lucas? Of course he is, dude. George Lucas is not really a great director. I think he's a great, like, visionary, mm-hmm. you know? But J.J. Abrams a fucking beast, dude. Yeah, he's know? really good. Like, dude's this, a good director, you know? Star Trek movie is one of my favorites, like... Yeah, those Star Trek movies were mad fire. Yeah, but like all this shit in the in the prequels with the Emperor and like his rise to to the dark, I love that shit, man. Mm-hmm. When he's like, and, and when he's bringing down Anakin, you know, and trying to like take him to the dark side, like I thought those scenes were some of the strongest scenes in the whole fucking saga. To be honest, you yeah, know? No. I feel you on that. I, I mean, mean definitely. Now that you mention it like that, yeah, I agree with you. The first ones were a lot better, but I just can't stand that Hayden Christensen guy. And I thought that... Um, but Obi-Wan was great. Though. Obi-Wan was Ewan good. Ewan McGregor's yeah. Obi-Wan he's was fucking good, great. Though. He's bro. a great actor in general. Yeah, he, he killed that shit. Um, he p- he wh- fit that part perfectly, too. Like, he stepped in for... What's his uh, Sir Ian McKellen? Oh, yeah? I didn't know I that. I couldn't tell you, bro. Yeah, from the first oh, trilogy. sorry, yes. Yes, Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. From the first trilogy. Yeah, I'm, I'm like saying, like, he stepped into that role, like, and it seemed like it was the same guy. You know what I mean? Like, like a like, younger version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like De Niro in Godfather. Mm-hmm. Playing Vito, you don't know, you know nothing about yeah, that. No, huh? exactly. De Niro, Godfather, Vito, <laughs> Corleone. Man, <laughs> this is for bringing up mob movies, bro. Irishman. Yes. Mm. Have you Talk seen about it? it. I've seen it. I've Did seen you? It. Yep. Dude. Okay. Instant classic. Instant. 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 Wow. Yeah, I know wow. you don't like. It. I already know wow. you what? don't like it, dude. Forty minutes into that shit, man, Instant I got out of work, classic. and I was like. Somebody at my job told me about that shit. It's like, yo, chef, you got to watch this shit. I was like, all right, whatever. I get home. I watch the preview. 40 minutes fly by. I'm still in my stink-ass uniform. Like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened in life? Like, pause, take a shower, get out of the shower, play. Uber eats my meal. Don't even fucking move. And I was like, <laughs> this shit is amazing. Yeah, man. I was like, how is the best movie I've seen all year? Just came out on Netflix at the end of the year. Insane. Fucking killed it. I thought it was a fucking classic. I, you know, it's three Instant and a half classic. hours long. I can't I, wait to watch it again. Yeah, like that's me how too. good it was. Me too. I have the patience for those things, though. You know what I mean? You got to have the patience to to watch like what people would consider a slow movie. I just to me that wasn't slow. I was reacting more to the instant classic uh, mention, but like. It wasn't a bad movie. You don't think it's I a, like it's an movie. instant classic? Is I, that what you're saying? No, I like the movie. First of all, let's start there. Like. Contrary to popular belief, I liked the movie. <laughs> but, I mean, for me to have to set through the whole thing in one thing, you know what I mean? Like, because I am that guy he's talking about, like, that doesn't have the patience for that, you know? So so you you watched the whole thing? I watched the whole thing, Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. I just thought that, you know, it was an old story, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's it true, is an but old it's a true story. Th- it's a, well, it's a true story. Like right. there's there's uh, questions. You know, it's questionable. But first of all, I thought that he did a really good job of trying not to make it too slow paced or too artsy, as I would normally call it. Right? Like I w- thought he did a really well paced movie. 
Like for being three and a half hours long, you don't really feel it, etc. I also thought that Joe Pesci fucking murdered it. Yeah. Like he was stole the show for me, in my opinion. You know? I thought Pacino did. Pacino did a really great job too, but Pacino, I was almost like, he, he didn't play too far away from what he normally. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Pesci, I thought went way out of his normal thing, and he fucking was. Amazing, is it you know? that he went way out, or is it that Joe Pesci was like finally a boss in a mob movie? Mm, that's true, though. As he's always mob, the killer. Yeah, yeah. As a mob movie fan. To see Pesci as finally the fucking boss, I was just like, That's a great "It's about yeah. fucking time, bro!" Yeah. Like, this motherfucker should have been the boss in so many other movies. Yeah, and I felt like De Niro actually played, you know, a very good job being like the Joe Pesci killer type, mm-hmm. where like the roles were flipped, kind of. You yeah, know in a saying? way. Yeah, yeah. But De Niro's best role in years, man. Yeah. Dude, I think De Niro killed that shit more than he did in the fucking sorry ass Joker movie, bro. You didn't like Joker? As a Batman fan, I hated that movie. I'm a big Batman fan. As a regular movie watcher, yeah, it was a good movie. But you read good the comics too, like the Batman comics. Dude, I own them. Yeah, me too. So there's like a there's like joy in my heart right now because <laughs> you're a fucking <laughs> hater, man. Nah, that's true. Go but ahead. when I when I watch <laughs> Joker, I watch it the same way that I watch like Tim Burton's Batman, right? And like if no you're a if way. you're a yeah, but but listen, Tim Burton's Batman is way outside of the lore of batman lore you know what i mean it's way outside joker is it mad dark yeah but joker killing batman's parents is sacrilege in the comics bro like it just doesn't that's not what happens in the comics you know what i mean and like so joker as a batman fan i'm saying like so i was able to forgive that in the burton movies so i i can forgive the liberties that they take in the joker movie right and i look at it as one of those like elseworlds tales like in the comics you i know? mean yeah it's the only way i could watch it too but when you f- like think about it from like the whole comic aspect it's like what in the fuck is going on in here bro <laughs> like maybe i was too drunk for that shit when i saw it mm-hmm. like i i don't know but i was just sitting there like in the movie theater like am i really watching this like <laughs> dude this guy's like 40 years old i'm baby bruce like right. what the fuck are you even doing at the gate right now this shit makes no sense. But then when you watch it from, like, the point of the actor making it to that point, it's like, yeah, he fucking killed that shit. But That's the argument I'm reading. called it a different name and I would have loved it? Mm. Probably. Yeah. The fact that they called it the Joker, I'm an instant hater. Sorry. I got No, I get it. That's an argument that I hear a lot. It's like, if they just wouldn't have called it Joker and just, like, kept it out of Gotham City and all that shit, it would have been fire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, as a, like, I get that. I see that a lot, you know? Like, Batman fans, hardcore Batman fans don't like it because of that. But I'm also a hardcore Batman fan, and I loved it, you know? So, yeah. But, again, it's like what you're willing to forgive. Because, look, let's be honest, man. Danny DeVito as the Penguin was fucking awesome, right? Yeah. I love that movie. But that is not the Penguin from the comics. <laughs> the Penguin from the comics is not leaking black goo out of his mouth. Right. Or have fins for hands yeah. and shit like that. And, and uh, how does Michelle Pfeiffer become Catwoman? Like, she right, fucking falls licked. off a building, and then a cat comes and, like, bites her fingers a the little bit. The cat's she, just she gets licking licked. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's Catwoman. She like, got that feline HIV or whatever that shit is. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that movie's fucking fire. I love that fucking movie, bro. It was a great movie. Yeah. Mean, best Catwoman, for sure. She's by far the best Catwoman. Yeah. This I mean, 
I'm almost going to say Michael Keaton was probably the best Batman, bro. No, I'm with you on that. 100%. Did Christian Bale kill it? Yeah, but did he Michael Keaton that shit? No. Yeah. Wow, hey, did he I'm, Michael hey, Keaton? Man. That's a verb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get a fuck. That's real shit right there. I, I, damn, drop another bomb you on him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking bombs on him, son. Michael Keaton's the best Batman, bro. 100%. I, if the internet is true, and they're bringing out Batman Beyond with fucking Michael Keaton as Batman. Bro. Wow. No, yeah. Please. That shit is going to murder I'll the there. fucking movie theaters, bro. Sure. That shit is going to be so amazing. I don't even care who the fuck Batman Beyond is. Just the fact that he will be the original Bruce Wayne. That <laughs> shit is going to be an amazing movie. I would not love. Twilight. <laughs> hey, they should have Tim Burton direct it. Mm-hmm. That and would it be sh- even dope. And it should be set in the Tim Burton Batman universe. You know what I mean? Wow. That would be sick. That would actually make a lot more sense for Batman Beyond, dude. That would be sick. I mean, I already brainwashed my daughter. Warner Brothers, hit me up. Seen all the Batman (laughs) shit. Yeah, every single one of them. Animated series. Yeah, dude, it was on Amazon Prime. Every single one ever made. My daughter's seen it, start to finish. What about the animated series? All of them. Everything. Every Batman thing. The animated series is the best, bro. The best, best. man. The best fucking cartoon, dude. Mark Hamill's the best Joker. I don't give a fuck. And the Batman Beyond cartoon is pretty good too. Like, I'm sorry, like. Yeah. I like it. I think, it, but it's the same guys that made, you know, the Batman animated oh, series. Yeah, it's the same team. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. great cartoon. Should we get to the bento box? Let's do it, man. Ven- are we box. calling it the bento box now? What are we? <laughs> I mean. That was a pretty good suggestion, that right? That was, but like, I don't want to change the name. Can we just put it in a parenthesis? <laughs> yeah, vento. You get to vent or whatever. Like, let's what let's get into it, it, man. It's the bento box. This is the part of the show where you call and leave a message. We play it on the show. The number is 561-708-0072. Wow. I'm fucking impressed, man. <laughs> what do you mean? That was terrible. <laughs> but you but you remembered the number, though. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's get you a little round of applause there. <laughs> I was purposely bad. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to these messages. Yes. I don't hear shit. That's Uh oh. We're having technical difficulties. This What's is awkward. New company? Okay. Um, there we go. Uh, yeah, it's a little later this morning. Uh just caught uh <laughs> the last episode with Risa. Awesome man. Fun yes. time. Love it. Um wanted to uh wanted to just touch base on the whole on the whole drinking side of things. So, you know, I know you guys had the tequila, you've had the uh um, okay. Uh, you had the uh, the Conor McGregor uh, Irish with <laughs> the proper twelve. I brought on the monkey shoulder. Okay. I saw that. Miami. I think Risa brought the the bullet. Um, yep. Was that rye whiskey? Um, I'm a little. I, I like to know what what that was. It was um, bullet. I'm thinking it, it maybe you know switching it up next time I come on the show if, if that's a possibility uh, with Marcos and I. But anyways, man. Uh, Bring heroin. Also it's the only way to uh, touch base on the whole animal cruelty uh, I, uh, topic. Um, so I, I did the whole thought on frogs when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely felt bad about it. Uh, did not become a serial killer. So, you know, I, I get it. You know, we're kids. We do we do, we do dumb shit. It happens. I get it. Um, yeah. Also wanted to uh, just, you know, recommend some hashtags. Hashtag 
CGI Robert Pattinson? Come on, you know, it's, it's the new age, man. You know, <laughs> CGI that fucker and you know, make him look big. Um, make him buff. I like also, it. Also, uh, hashtag like homo erected. Sounds funny as shit. So I just had to throw that in there. Um, I'll go ahead and touch base on the whole pillars, man. The rap, you know, the, that. The, yeah. the, I, I believe that any generation that wants to be good at whatever they want to do, it by default, if you want to be good at it and, and do the whole 10,000 hours thing, you have to do your homework, man. Go back and and check what, what, what you're getting into and what you want to do and, and, and learn the roots, man, no matter what you do. So, you know, probably you guys that do the mumble rap stuff, just the fact that they don't go back and do their homework on how everything got started. That right there for me just like throws you out of the game, man. Talk to. So them. that's how I feel about that. I mean, I I, I was a, a studied jazz musician. At one point, I played the saxophone, and I went back, man. You know, I, I went back. I looked at Charlie Parker, all of the uh, um, you know the Bird, all of the John Coltrane. Um, Adderley, you know, I did my homework. I went back to the beginning, to the roots. Um, so, you know, that's how I feel about that, guys. So just to plug in the next couple things coming up, I have been asked to co-host on the show One Last Thing um, with uh, Mr. Wilson, a good friend of mine. So we will begin. Uh... Oh, shit, it cut off. Yo, shout out to Alex, man. Yo, man, he was dropping My bombs. man is dropping knowledge yo, out like here, 12 man. 12 bombs, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's Alex, bro. Uh, he's back. back. <laughs> so I was at the one last thing. Um, <laughs> just wanted to just throw that out. We record our first episode next uh, of season two. Nice. Because uh, there's a whole season one out there by Mr. Wilson. Um, but next Monday at Strange Beats, we're going to record uh, episode one of season two. Of one last thing, and um, and then don't forget, guys, December fourteenth, Saturday, December fourteenth, immersive at Strange Beast. Yes. Come out with yes, the vendors, apparel, live painting, um, giveaways, specials, beer and pizza. Can't miss it. Yo, peace, sushi, and like I always do. <laughs> That was fucking awesome, man. Shout it gets out a to fucking Alex. round of applause, yeah, man. man. For real. Alex is the bento box fucking MVP, man. Duh, man. But he was dropping some bombs today, man. Like, Dude, that was the longest voicemail I've ever heard. <laughs> ever. That <laughs> it was, it was clocked in epic. at like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty epic. It was pretty right great. Man. Not even my wife, but I'm just saying, though. He was, it was worth it because it was like everything what he's saying was good. Are you disappointed that there was no sushi here? Yo, I was kind of thrown off. I'm not gonna by, the, by the name. By the name, I was like, what the fuck is about to happen here? I was like, let me go on this website right quick. Listen to some shit. Yeah. See where I'm going right now. Yeah. Because I'm like, am I supposed to cook? Like, what? I, don't, oh, I had no shit. idea what I was about to get into. Uh, That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. A lot of guests have said that uh, they expected us to have sushi when they got here and shit. Do you think that we was should not the change case. Change the name to the Vento Box. Change. We should change it. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I mean, I don't think so. No. Just All right. Keep it going. It's a vote man. for no. <laughs> I think the uh, little theme song's a little racist, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can't believe racist. you decided to use it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick that up. 
see? <laughs> You're not sensitive like that. I mean, you know. I don't, yeah, I don't, people, I don't people, get into that yeah. PC shit. One yeah. plus one equals two, you know? That's Male and female. That's all it is. Oof. <laughs> you really want to get into it, don't you? Oh, man. Asian people. What about the dude that um went to the gynecologist mm. and the gynecologist didn't want to see him? Because, you know, he has a dick. Yeah. Yeah. That makes well, I'm sorry. I called. So, okay. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's a transgender woman. I'm sorry. Like no, I, but, it, but it's a crossdresser. <laughs> Whoa. Well, like he Wait, didn't. That, he didn't have the surgery. I don't, I don't even know. Dude, I, I don't, don't even know, know what's offensive, what's offensive anymore. Yeah. All yeah. I know but is, but he had not had the surgery. These either. are just words people make up. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. right. They're just words. Yeah. He had not had the surgery, right? Right. So he was a man dressed as a woman. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Went to the gynecologist. Mm-hmm. The gynecologist. Refused to see him because he does not have a vagina. Works on vaginas. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you I'm make like it sound like he has a wrench and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he works on vaginas. Yeah, He's like dude. down there like. <laughs> yeah, there's I'm a sorry. whole theater. It's like watching him. And <laughs> shit. Um, sorry. So like the dude's suing or the, you know, she. This person, <laughs> this person is suing. Uh-huh. Right. So, you know. I'm just not into it. I don't think you can call him person. That's offensive. <laughs> Is it offensive? You got to call her her. The, here's the thing, man. Like, you know, wh- where where I kind of, where I fall off the shit is like, I will respect you if you want to be called whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll respect that, mm-hmm. right? But like, you can't ask me to change my entire belief system. You know what I'm saying? When right. when like you're not there, when I'm not addressing you or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's like the assumption that no, no, I exist, so science is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's where I disconnect from that shit. So if a if a cross dressing man, let's say, let's say you hire someone at the restaurant, right, and you think they're a woman. And then one day you find out it's a man dressed as a woman, right? But you're already calling her <laughs> Sheila yeah, or whatever it is, right? Going there, bro. What? No, so let's leave my job out of this. Why can't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. What do you mean? I'm it's it's I mean, like I haven't dude, said anything wrong. Day, you see, we're all so scared to say anything. It's not it's that like, I'm scared, right? right? I just I truly don't give a fuck. I mean, if you want to do whatever you want to do, do it. I mean, as long as you're not physically, like, killing and robbing people. Right. Truly, who cares, right? Right, right. If you want to be a dude that's a guy that dresses like a woman. Right. Do it. If you think you were born a woman and you associate with being a woman, do it. If you're a man that's attracted to men, do it. Like, who gives a fuck, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Throwing the whole title into it is really what causes, like, all the problems behind it, right? Like, does it really need a title? Do you really need to, like, portray an image? I mean, I just think that's more of, like, your ego talking, right? Right. Where it's, like... It feels, like, almost, like... When you're going into the other problem where you're denouncing science in the name of a belief, Mm -hmm. right? And this can go in any way. Religion. Right. Whatever you associate as, whether you want to be a raccoon or a human or a female or a man. Dude, that's a whole other story, bro. Like, Who I don't do you know that associates as a raccoon? Hey, I mean, if there's people that there's dress people as furries there. and you're a furry fucking raccoon, that's what you associate as, good for you. But, like, I'm not going to be forced into telling my five-year-old that 
There's You're human beings that want to be associated as a raccoon, and you have to tell them that they're a raccoon. No, it's a fucking guy in a costume, bro. Right. Don't talk to him. <laughs> yeah, right. don't talk to that weirdo. <laughs> well, no, I'm just kidding. I, I mean, if it's a mascot, it's a mascot. But if Homeboy's sitting at public dressed up as a raccoon, there's a fucking problem there. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm, weird. Am I allowed I'm, to say that's weird? I'm going to call it that's for what it weird. is. Of it's course. Weird. It's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just simple science bro like and it's not about being scared to say shit right like it's about being respectful enough you know what i'm saying but like that's still not gonna get me to you know to to move away from what i think is you know what i consider facts you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and what i consider science like gender yeah there's two of them Mm -hmm. yeah there's two or dinosaurs there's not fucking 96 genders there's two or dinosaurs, like people that deny dinosaurs and stuff like that. Dude, there's motherfuckers that think the earth is flat. Right. My Uber driver, like not too long ago, tried to give me the fucking uh, fl- the flat earth no way. conversation. Flat earth? Yeah, <laughs> he flat earthed me, man. I was like, yo, for real? I I w- there's I an actual term. You got flat earthed. <laughs> <laughs> I got flat earthed by an Uber driver. Yeah. And I told the dude, like, yo, get on an airplane and just fly straight. And see what happens. You know so what I'm saying? Ridiculous. You're not going to fly off the fucking earth, my man. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just fly straight. Yeah. And see what I happens. Mean, dude, that's where the whole thing boils down to just simple science literacy. Like, for whatever reason, people deny science. Whether it goes against your beliefs or not, science is always science, right? right. It can right. be proven by multiple experiments by multiple people. That is what science is, right? So it's like... If you want to believe in unicorns and religion and, you know, whatever gender you want to associate with, fine. Believe in it. But, like, don't force it upon denouncing science is my whole argument when it gets into this whole topic. Because it's like, again, science can be proven and replicated. Whatever you're going through in your head is whatever you're going through in your head. Right. Everybody, you know, perceives the universe from whatever they perceive it as. You can get into a whole different That's lecture different, yeah. and conversation about that. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if you want to be happy, that's what makes you happy. Do it to it. You know, yeah. like I said, just don't kill and steal people in your process of your, you know, perceiving of the universe. I don't even want to say transformation. <laughs> you know, however you want to live your life that makes you happy. I'm all about it. I support it. But like, you know, don't get into the fact of telling me science is wrong based on your belief when science... Pr- clearly proves otherwise okay what about aliens do you believe in aliens of course yeah okay but what scientific proof do you have it's just the numbers behind it man and then if you really want to get into the whole aspect of aliens right are we talking about little green men in a spaceship coming back and sucking up cows anal probes or do you (laughs) want to talk about like microbes on like meteors and comets fucking you know, fossils that they can possibly find on Mars. God knows whatever the fuck is floating around in the void of space, dark matter. Is that even a thing? You know, is it alive or are you part of like some connected neural network that is just somebody else's brain and we're living in this, you know, simulation. Simulation. Right. But the question about aliens. proof to prove that actually. But the question about aliens, it's, it's, it's life. Yeah. Is there life on other planets, but are there intelligent beings? On other planets. I think that's what re- what people really want to know. Well, they say know? octopuses are aliens because their DNA is Octopi? so much. Octopuses. 
<laughs> Bumper Bumper bang. Bang. Yes, thank you. Don't don't call in Sophia. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, octopi is that the right word? Way to that say they're it? aliens. That they're aliens because of their DNA being so different. I mean, could it be? Maybe I don't know, bro. No, tell me the truth right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I demand it right I, now. I think they're fucking delicious, and <laughs> if they're fucking aliens, dude, they're on my menu. <laughs> I eat them up. They're fucking no. great. But I don't would, know, man. Would you eat an alien? Like, let's say right now, like, little green men came. If they fucking taste good, I'm going to eat it, bro. And somebody was like, oh, yeah. look, here's some alien meat. What can I you make out of it? I wouldn't think anything different of Is it. Is there anything off the menu? Would you eat human? Bro. That's a crazy <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's not a joke. Like, I'm just saying, like. Would I mean, you eat human? if the situation came down to it. Right? Let's say you went on. End of the world. Chopped and they threw in, Apocalyptic like, shit. <laughs> I would probably eat a human if I had to. Yeah. Mm. But not if it was a game show and they told you incorporate <sighs> human meat into your dish. And see so there's people that eat placentas, right? That's yeah, true. I, I thought about it, but I couldn't come around to actually eating that shit when yeah. it actually came down to it. Is, that, is it legal? No, I don't right? even know if it's legal, bro. I've heard about it. It's like it's supposed to like re-energize you and fill your wife full of all these magical nutrients. I don't fucking know. How do you all I how do you eat that shit? Yeah. I don't even know. That was the other question. I just go to all I know is my daughter's born. I see my daughter and I'm like placenta thought completely out. Whole new world, whole right. new vision on life takes over. Like that thing was just instantly gone when all that shit happens. How anybody sees their child get born born and the first thing they're like, I'm gonna eat that fucking placenta. Dude, you got some fucking problems. Bro. Yeah. That's yeah. the only yeah. way I'm gonna look at it. Now I'll suck a titty and get some like breast milk. Maybe, maybe you know that's a, a yes, definite. <laughs> that's a guilty. That's a guilty. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't taste bad. Is that eating a human? I don't know. Human titty milk versus cow. I'd probably go with the. That makes more sense than drinking cow milk. Actually, it does make more sense. It actually tasted milk. a lot better. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is actually not that. It's bad. probably made for humans versus cow milk, which is probably not. <laughs> that's. Simple science, right there. Yeah, back to very it. simple. I mean, science. I'm not a scientist, you know. I flat earthed it, you know. I dabble. <laughs> I dabble. <laughs> <laughs> I YouTube that shit. Fucking, where can they reach you, man? Yeah. Do you have any uh, social media handles promote or? I am on Instagram only, and that's some guy cooking. Nice. Some guy cooking. At some guy cooking. At some guy cooking. Nice. That's how the kids say it. You got to put the ad in front. Oh, okay. Yeah. At some guy cooking. He already said. He said, "Fuck the kids." This is for the real Star Wars fans <laughs> and shit. I'm saying, yeah. bro. That's that point of my life. That's the real yeah. shit you ever wrote. Yo, it's man. all spelled with actual letters. You know, there's no crazy. Shit right. There's no there. Z or yeah, yeah, no crazy shit. Awesome. Good man. man. Yo, I appreciate you coming by, bro. It was fun, man. Yeah, Thank man. you for having me. Yeah, Thanks for sharing the wisdom, that. man. Yeah, definitely. We'll do it again soon. We'll chop it up again soon. Let me. And next time we cook. Have some sushi fun. here. Dude. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yo. Hey, you said it. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hold you to that. I'll run the equipment. You guys cook. <laughs> what do you mean, you guys? I ain't doing shit. What bro. do you mean, bro? <laughs> Bring out make a the knife guest cook. Some fish. <laughs> 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 that'd be cool, man. All right, man. Where can they reach us? At On the World Wide Web. Yes, sir. And that would be www.humansushibar.com. Mm-hmm. They can also reach us on Instagram at Human Sushi Podcast. And they can also reach us on Facebook. And we still don't know how to say that. Yeah, Facebook. I don't know. Just fucking human search sushi. Human Sushi on Facebook. Yeah. 
Uh, Backslash. We're not the, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Uh, make sure to hit up the bento box. Let's get a couple more messages. Shout out to everybody that, well, Alex, shout out to Alex. He's the only sure. one that left a message today. Um, definitely hit us up. If you want to drop a verse, you already know we're still, I don't I don't think we've hit 10 yet, right? Yeah, we hit 10, I'm pretty sure. We hit 10, right? Yeah. All right, so, we so yeah, we'll put them up pretty soon and we'll have Should you, we follow through with something we'll we do, say for We'll once. do it, we'll do it. We'll put them <laughs> up and we'll have people vote on the best one. All right, let's do it. Griselda album was dope, by the way. You're crazy. Pew, 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 pew. pew, 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 pew. That would be my pew. sound effect. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Lasers. Lasers. Yeah, no. So we're going <laughs> to we're gonna leave on that, bro. All right, man. I just want to say no want wants today. 